What's up, guys? What up? This is Nick Oz. I'm Brian. I'm Lance. And this is the Surge Podcast special interview, once again, with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Phil Chamberlain of To Speak of Wolves. <laughs> How's it going, guys? <laughs> I don't think I've ever been called the man, the myth, the legend before. That's my one. <laughs> Are you first? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You always remember your Yeah, man. They look up That's to you. right. Yeah. So, uh, our first question is, uh, do you mind saying uh, who you are and what you do and what band projects you are? Give us a little backstory. Yeah, sure. Um, so, I'm Phil Chamberlain. I play drums um, for a band called To Speak of Wolves. Um, I guess like a, you know, heavy rock metal band. I don't know whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, and uh, I've also played drums, and I've played drums in a bunch of different bands. Um, the two most noteworthy, I guess, would be To Speak of Wolves and, and Sullivan, which was like a an alt-rock band in the um, mid-2000s. Um, no. Yeah. Um, I play a few other, you know, a few other rock and roll bands here and there, and I just love playing drums. So you know, whenever whenever I get yeah. the chance to do it, I, I try to take advantage of it. Oh yeah, man, oh, we yeah. can definitely tell. I've seen I've seen the music videos with the Big of Wolves and Sullivan, and you go hard on those drums, man. It's just <laughs> insane. <laughs> so, all right. Um, so I guess our next question is, um, how did uh, the Speak of Wolves get started? Like, what what was uh, the idea behind it? Um, well, actually, it kind of ties into Sullivan, too. Um, Sullivan, we had toured, you know, for years, and, and uh, I fell in love with that lifestyle. You know, like, that's, uh, I know that's probably cliche, but, I mean, it really is my favorite thing to do. I love playing, you know, I love playing shows. I love traveling. Um, and so when that band disbanded, um, I, you know, I kind of always, I've always enjoyed heavier music more i mean I, I enjoyed playing in sullivan but um heavy music was kind of just always my thing you know like i yeah i loved deftones and 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 bands like that growing up you know and right. i kind of i kind of always you know uh my brother and i grew up playing music together we we were playing in heavy bands before um you know before sullivan and all that stuff so it just kind of naturally is what came back to me um huh? and i had some you know some buddies that i'd met you know from touring and different different things and we just kind of started writing stuff, and I mean, it's kind of crazy because I, I talk about it from time to time. Like, I probably should have renamed the band at some point because I'm only <laughs> I'm the only original member in it, you know, like from the right. from the first release to now. But we don't really nothing against any of the of the old guys that played that played back in the day. Like it was, you know, I love those guys. We had a great time. But I, I kind of don't really see To Speak of Wolves having started until um, our singer Gage joined. And that, that's kind of just like, it's just like a natural feeling for me. It's not like any reason. It was just like at that point, it kind of turned from something that we like to do to we were on the road full time. You know, we had tour offers coming in. We were doing better. Whereas before, we were kind of, it was just like growing pains. You know what I mean? Like, right. you know, like yeah. we had we had different members and, and we went through different things that, you know, most bands go through before they ever get out there and do anything. And, and we were just fortunate enough to have, you know, been able to go through those growing pains kind of like on the road and, and having records out and stuff. And again, not to take anything away from those records or those dudes. I just, it's definitely like a different, um, totally different entity and feeling, you know, and these guys are, you know, they're my brothers, you know, by, by far and away closer than family and everything else. And so it's, it's just a different thing, you know, and, yeah, and exactly. I do like the name to speak of Wolves, which is why I never renamed it. And, and naming a band is hard because man, oh. every name has been taken at this point. Oh yeah. Phil speaks Wolves. Right. So, so I guess uh, the next question that links to that is, uh, are, are, uh, who are all the bands, uh, who are all the members in the band? So, um, so outside of myself, Gage Speed is our vocalist, um, and um, I'm just going a little story about everybody if you want. Uh, Gage, right. Sure. <laughs> Gage and I met. I've I've been really tight with the guys from O Sleeper for a really long time, oh, and I love those guys too. yeah, they're a great band and, and great people. And Gage was their merch guy for a while, and yeah. he did he. So we needed a vocalist at one point, and and Lucas, their their bass player at the time, called me and he was like, "Dude, 
you guys should get Gabe, our merch guy, to be your vocalist. He is awesome. You, you know, he would be perfect for it. He comes on stage with us every night and does guest vocals for a song or two, and he just kills it. And so he was like, you guys should, you know, if you're trying people out, I really want you to try Gage out. And I was like, yeah, sure. So he he flew in from, I think he was living in New Mexico at the time, um, and he flew over to North Carolina, which was where we were living at the time. And um, yeah, she tried out, and it was, you know, it was perfect. And we knew that we knew that we wanted to be in the band um, pretty much immediately, just because of like a, you know he was really good and his personality clicked with ours and everything else just felt like the right fit. But we didn't tell him. <laughs> we were going we were gonna stretch it out as long as we possibly could. He never asked. He he literally he wouldn't ask. I don't know if he was like afraid to ask or something, but he he did uh, we did we did a, a couple like we did two months of touring with them in a row. And um at the on the last night of the last show we were out with Emory and that tour ended in in South Carolina and we were all getting ready to go our separate ways and, and as we were loading out I was just like, Gage, you know you're in the band, right? And he was like, No way <laughs> So <laughs> It was pretty funny. I, I it was kinda of like a little inside joke that just kept going and we were just like, I guess he's just never gonna ask, so <laughs> But um yeah, so that's where Gage came from. Yeah, and Gage, I mean, Gage is my best friend. You know, I talk to him every day, and and uh, it's it's uh, he's, he's such a great dude. I, I mean, I don't know if you guys ever got a chance to meet him, but um, yeah, no, you, should, you guys should have him as a guest sometime. He, he's, he'll talk more than I will. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Seth is our bass player, um, and I actually met him um, on tour, on Gage's first tour. Actually, he was the bass player for the band we were on tour with, which was called Before There Was Rosalind, if you remember that band. They were on, yeah, they were on Victory. Um, What's that? I'm sorry. Brian was just saying he doesn't remember them. I I think I remember them. Yeah, I think they only did a record or two. They were super nice guys, really good band, and and Seth was just one of those dudes where we were just like, man... Um, you know, if we ever need a bass player, I, I made a mental note about it. I was like, man, if I ever need a bass player, I'm calling this dude Seth because he's like, he's the nicest guy I've ever met. He's so nice, he makes you feel like a bad person. That's how nice he is. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and he would, man, like, he would just like do all these things. Like, on tour, he would help us load our gear and, and we would walk out of the trailer. He's like organizing everything in our trailer. Like, dude, what are you doing? You're not, you're not even in our band. What are you doing? You know, and, um, he, he's just like the nicest, sweetest guy. He's, incredible bass player and he's really fun to watch on stage and I just you know it's one of those things you know where you play with that band and you're just like man I really want that bass player um, and it, you know it turns out they broke up and around the same time we needed a bass player and, and um, yeah and he, he flew right in and, and fit in perfectly and he also he played with um, Upon a Burning Body for a little while um, um, and a few other bands he's a super talented guy um, really hard worker and then uh Andrew Gautier is our guitar player, who I've known for years. Um, me and him have played in various bands together coming up, you know. Um, here in Bat, I live in Baton Rouge, Louisiana now. Then that's where uh, that's where Andrew lives as well. Oh, nice. And we've just, you know, kind of played rock and roll, and you know, nice. over the years, always always known each other and hung out. And he's a, he's an incredible guitar player, like so solid and and just so so good. He's a riff machine. I mean, he like. When we were writing this this new record, we like he was sending so many riffs it was insane. You know, like every day there would be something new. We basically keep everything in like a Dropbox, you know, where we put all of our song ideas. And you know, mm-hmm. two of us, two of us live in Louisiana, two of us live in Nashville, and, and so it just made it easier to kind of pass ideas back and forth. And Andrew was just, you know, just crushing it. I think we wrote thirty. I think we had thirty songs when we first started this record, and. Um, 30 different song ideas and then we narrowed it down but um, yeah it's insane so there's the long <laughs> version of where everybody came from <laughs> well, that's so good that's yeah, really cool to hear I mean like, we like hearing this kind of stuff um, so yeah speaking of uh, your new record uh, I just honestly gotta say um, that uh, we were actually starstruck or awestruck even finding out that we were doing this interview the day that you revealed a new track for the new record and uh 
And uh, I got to say, it sounds amazing. And I'm honestly Thank looking forward to yeah. Oh, me too. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm honestly really looking forward to it. And then when we heard that we were doing this, uh, the day that you guys decide to reveal what the album is, when it's coming out, and then you get a single on top of that, we're like, this is going to be the best interview ever, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome. I have to tell you, yeah, I realized that after you, uh, after you had the invite for the for this podcast. I'm like, oh, the same day we'll have something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, like, we were, we were actually really excited about that. I guess the question we got is, um, uh, how is this any different from, like, uh, uh, your previous records like uh, or even your EP even like New Bones and, and uh, Find Your Worth and uh, uh, Myself Letting Go e- even the first EP how, how is this uh, going to be different well so the biggest difference is, is um, well let me think of how to phrase it basically New Bones when we when we did that we a lot of people probably don't know this but we wrote that EP recorded it and released it within a three or four week period it was really really quick wow um, we ha- we had like a, a very small window a sleeper was going to tip out on on a little run with them and so we were like well man like let's take these ideas we've been kind of mulling over for an ep and let's just fast track it and let's put it out while we're out with the sleeper because it'll be you know the shows will be great we had a festival um in the middle of it, you know, that was it was an awesome fest to play, and we felt like that was the best way to, you know, to do it. I feel like a lot of you know a lot of bands, you know, get together and, and put out another EP, but maybe they don't tour or whatever, and and so we wanted to make sure that we were making the right impression, and also you know just like from the business side of things, you know, it took a couple years hiatus, and so it was it's hard to get uh, to get your your foot back in the door when all your numbers are like three years old, you know? So mm-hmm. we, we took that. That's why we fast-tracked everything. It ended up being great. I mean, we, you know, we had a, a, a friend of mine has a label in North Carolina um, that uh, put it out for us. It was just a super quick, you know, one-off thing. It helped him and it helped us. And um, it was like, it was awesome. I mean, it couldn't, it, we had zero room for any mistakes to be made. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Luckily, he pulled it off. Um, and so, that was really different from this one in the sense of like, this is a, you know, now we've been, I guess we've been back doing this for over a year now, you know? And so we've really, I feel like we've made a cool statement with New Bones, but this, this record, um, Dead in the Shadow is like really thought out, you know, very, we, we knew exactly what we wanted to do. We went to Atlanta with Matt McClellan, who did find your word. We spent a month with him in Atlanta. Um, you know, we were like over prepared, you know, it was, it was really crazy because we, you know, we, we blocked off four days to do drums and I got the drums in two days, you know, and so like, and Andrew was so unbelievably really prepared, he finished all his guitar stuff really early and, you know, it was just like one of the things where you were just like, it was a totally different experience to New Bones, which not to take anything away from New Bones, but it was very like, like we were in my living room at 4 a.m. the night before we went to the studio for New Bones, finishing the songs. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and this one we had, you know, we were on the road for months and and you know talking every day and and going back and forth all the songs and so that's that's why it's, it's different and that's even different than all the other releases we've ever done. We've never come to the studio with you know 30 ideas, you know 30 songs. Um, I know Find Your Worth. I think we we had 13 or 14 and we. Narrowed it down to eleven. Um, this one, this new record has eleven songs on it. So the same kind of thing. We just had a lot more to, to pick through. That's um, dope. Yeah, and we it, it's cool. We ended up we actually recorded an extra song that we didn't put on the record just because every song we felt like every song had to be the best thing we've ever done. You know, like like right. we've got it. You know, it's our it's our first full length back in a few years. Like we're we're back with Solid State. We you know, really felt like we had to put everything into it. And I, I truly believe we did. I I'm, I'm, couldn't be happier with, especially the, like the drum sounds and everything that Matt captured there, like a favorite sounding drum record I've ever done, you know, and, and uh, oh, yeah. just really, really happy with it. Yeah, that's one thing we knew about. Uh, you said you worked with Matt Goldman? Uh, Matt McClellan, but it's the same. Oh, Max, same Max, yeah, you get glow in the dark. Oh, all right. Yeah, because when we, I remember seeing a picture on uh, 
on uh, your Instagram that you guys are at Glow in the Dark Studios. I was like, dude, that's where Under Oath recorded. Yeah. <laughs> and all the other favorite bands and stuff. And we were like, we know that this record's going to sound great. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, a, it's, an, it's an incredible studio. I mean, we, we did find we were there. Sullivan actually did our first record at Glow in the Dark, but it was awesome. different, different studio. Same, same guys, same name, but they were in a different location at the time. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, they, they just have, yeah, there's something about that place that just, it sounds great, but even more than that to me, I liked playing there. Like, I've been, I've recorded in a few studios, and I've been fortunate enough to do that over the course of my life, and, and some of them are just really stuffy and, and not, you know, there's not like a cool vibe, and, and Glow in the Dark definitely has that vibe. Like, I, I enjoy, you know, playing there and it's weird I, I can't really explain it other than like i don't feel i guess like when you're recording sometimes you kind of feel a lot of pressure to be great you know yeah and, totally. and that can kind of get in your head and there i just you know it go with the flow and, and it just comes out so much better like i'm a better drummer in that studio than any other studio for some reason oh, <laughs> so good it's so awesome but yeah, we're really looking forward to the new, we are definitely really looking forward oh, to yeah. uh, the new record, and because, my, honestly, God, my favorite record that you put out with Just Vigal Bulls has got to be Find Your Worth. It, it was just so definitive, but so, like, energized. I was just like, this is a great sounding record. So Thank you. That one, man, that one, I, I, I feel like... It just, it's the same guy that did the new record, which is why we went back to him. Because it's just so, it was exactly what we wanted to do. You know what I mean? Like he came, yep. McClellan came to see us on a tour um, and we had never met him before. He was just in our dressing room hanging out and we were like, hey, who are you? <laughs> and, you know, he was like, I'm Matt McClellan. I want to do your next record. And and I was like, man, um, okay. So we went back and, and we went back to Glow in the Dark and hung out with him and we stayed up. I think we stayed up till seven in the morning, talking, oh, like, like watching like old Guinness and Butthead cartoons and just laughing <laughs> and talking. And and we left there. I called our A and R at Solid State, and I was like, "Hey, man, like this dude, Matt McClellan, he works with Goldman at at Glow in the Dark, and I want to do our next record with him because he gets exactly what we're trying to do. Like he's one of us. He." He literally like he's like the he's like the unspoken fifth member. You know what I mean? Like he's right. like he's like not on stage with us, but he's like in band almost. You know what I mean? Like he just fits perfectly, and and all of our ideas bounce really well off each other. Like we we never like really we've never fought about anything or like didn't see eye to eye on anything as far as like song you know structure or how you know different parts or whatever. It's always been really great. And, um, yeah, there's something about that that helps find your word and, and the new record um, sound the way they sound. And, um, yeah, I mean, it is the studio, but it's also the relationship of, of the dude, you know, behind the controls with the band, I think. All right, all right. Yeah, man, definitely. So I guess that answers uh, the question regarding, like, the records and uh, your history and all up. Uh, the, the guys have some questions for you too, so I'll hand it to these guys. What questions do you guys have for Phil? Yo, you spoke a lot about drums, and uh, one of my one of my best friends I grew up with, he he does media for Truth, and I know you drum Truth. Yeah, and I, I'm a huge fan of Truth. I think they're beautiful kits, and they sound fantastic. fantastic. Um, Definitely. How long have you been drumming Truth? Um, I got the Truth deal, man, in Sullivan, so. Probably 2006 or 2005. Wow, um, it's it's been a while. <laughs> and man, those guys are awesome. I mean, I still I text them. I text Tim quite a bit. I hear from Jeff every now and then. But like, they're so they're such good dudes. I mean, we we hung out. Um, man, I used to you know whenever we were in California, they're not even in California anymore. They're in Portland now. But um, right. like even back in the day when they were in the LA area, like when we would go through, we would you know just go hang out. And, go by the shop and they'd come see us play a chain reaction or wherever we were playing and then we'd all go out and you know go to a diner and super late and just have a great time like they're those dudes are awesome they make they make great great drums great looking drums that sound incredible 
and yeah. Yeah, it made me a John Bonham drum kit, which is what my favorite drummer, that's my favorite drummer, is why I got it. So, you know, they couldn't have asked for anything better. Who's that? John Bonham. Oh, yeah. One of the greatest bands ever. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so super happy with, with Truth. Yeah. Love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're awesome. I'm trying to get myself a kit. Oh, yeah. I, I might just get my brother one because... Much like you, Phil, my brother plays drums, so he's awesome. he's all good too. Um, <laughs> Rad. Yeah, and uh, um, I was—I totally forgot the question I was going to ask. I apologize. Well, you did just mention <laughs> brothers. Yeah. So obviously, everyone knows who your brother is. Um, right. Is there ever going to be a Chamberlain tour? Like a brother? Yeah. Love <laughs> Maybe I would love that. Um, I think so. I, you know, I don't. I don't know. You know, um, if, if our schedules line up, then that'd be awesome. We've done some stuff with them in the past. Um, we've done like what did we do? We did the last time we went out with them. It's been a few years, but we went from they ended a tour on the west coast or something, and we were out there, so we toured back to the east coast with them. And it was between the Barry to me and Bless the Fall or the other two bands. It was, it was, it was incredible. Yeah, oh, after that. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. Seattle, that was, I would have gone. Here's the thing about that. I was almost going to go to that show when I was in Michigan. Yeah. It, it, I, it never happened because uh, my buddy canceled out on me when I was in Michigan. Because Between and Barry Me is like one of my all-time favorite bands. You guys oh, are they're insane. And Under Both. I would have like, why? <laughs> <laughs> Out of blue. As Lay Dying was headlining. And As Lay Dying. Oh, that's right. And I had a... Another good band. Damn it! Yeah, it was a great tour. We didn't. We weren't on the cool tour. We but we did the us undergoes in between the Barry to me and us the fall did like a week after it to come back to the East Coast. And so we got we got to do that. But um, which was just as insane and uh, those are probably some of the best shows we've ever done. You know, but um, we've done so we've done some stuff with them. It's been a few years, but they've been not a band either for a little while. So right, um, you know, but. yeah, I mean, obviously, super, super proud of, of him and, and those guys. It's been unbelievable to watch that go from 20 kids a night to thousands, you know, um, yeah. over the last however many years. Um, yeah. Every, uh, yeah, he's, he's such a nice guy. We actually, uh, I don't know if uh, you remember me telling you this on Facebook, but um, uh, we we ran into him and uh, the rest of the, the members of uh, Under Oath after their uh, little stint that they have in uh, Seattle with Bring Me the Horizon. They were at a bar, like, a couple blocks over. <laughs> and uh, Yeah. Well, yeah, bar. yeah, we were yeah, just, we were just, like, seriously looking for some good uh, yeah, craft beer. Yeah, it was still early, stuff. too. Like, we were just like, wow, it's like 10, 10 p.m. You guys want to get a beer or something? Yeah, and there's, like, <laughs> two places around us that were closed. Like, oh, let's go here. And boom, like, there they were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That needs to happen when you come up here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will totally go grab a drink with you guys. Um, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a beer guy, but I'm, I'm a Greyhound guy, which I didn't even know was the name of it. But um, a Greyhound is vodka and uh, grapefruit juice. I love grapefruit juice. I don't know why. I just have always loved grapefruit juice. And kinda, I got. So you're a well drink kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and I didn't know that was what it was called. I was actually at. I was at Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas um, with my with my tour manager, and we were just like you know playing roulette or something. And, um, and the waitress came by and asked what we wanted to drink, and and I was like, I'll take a I'll take a vodka and grapefruit juice. And she kind of looked kind of scowled at me, and she was like, "You mean a greyhound?" And I was like, "That's a scene scowling." I was like, "No." I was like, "I want a grapefruit juice and vodka." And, I gotta. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh, I'll take Cuba Libre, and she's like, you mean Coke with lime? I'm like, yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and I kind of I thought she knew what she was talking about. I was like, no, I want a great three juice of vodka, and she just looked at me and she was like, it's called a Greyhound, sir, and and walked away, and and luckily Uh, brought it. I didn't think I was gonna get it. Or my drink. That's what that is. There's a little, there's a little, oh, little vodka knowledge for you, but that's that's my drink of choice for sure. <laughs> that's dope. Yeah. Well, like I said, first rounds on me when I when I come out and see you. And that's yeah. one thing, that one thing we were gonna ask you too is uh, the greatest tour name ever. Oh yeah. Oh, 
Yeah, because we're absolutely huge fans of uh, He Is Legend. Just, he Is Legend is what? Oh, I love, love He Is Legend. I saw him. First time I saw him was in 06. Yeah, and then we saw him again. Uh, a few months ago. Yeah, back in March with Norma Jean. And, uh, awesome. But uh, anyway, uh, as stoked as we are, how stoked are, how stoked are you for this one? Like, oh, we couldn't. Start? We couldn't be happier, man. Like, like I've I've known these like guys for a while. Um, man, it's a, a it's a rad tour. Like we've been we've been talking about it for, for a long time. Their their drummer is a good buddy of mine, um, and I'm with Scott for forever, and, and and the other guys. But um, yeah, we just we were super pumped, and and it just worked out to be you know the same time that the record's coming out, which we couldn't be happier about, and. Yeah, we're playing a lot of, you know, we're going to be up there, you know, uh, up, up in Seattle. Um, so you guys definitely come hang out. No, I'm going to yeah. yeah, it'll be, it'll be awesome. We haven't played Seattle in a long time either. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Pick a great venue. Oh, yeah. Well, we yeah. Will, uh, I think awesome. We're right there. The stage is like, what, three feet tall? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody is so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy how big that place looks when there's a lot of people in it, and how small it looks when it's when it's empty. You know, yeah, like when you get there for a load in, you're like, "This is it," and then all the people show up, and you're like, "Wow, this looks huge." <laughs> kind of got a weird, kind of got a weird uh, illusion to it or something. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so uh, yeah, as stoked as we are uh, about that tour, and we're honestly guys going to try not to miss this one, and that's going to be a guarantee because I'm, I'm that was. Grew tired of missing you guys, but uh, for those who are listening who listen to our podcast, uh, will there ever will there be another tour uh, after that? Have you guys talked about details about that, like the headliner oh, yeah. album? Or? Um, we don't know about the headliner yet, um, but we definitely uh, we just confirmed something today for December. Um, <laughs> so, like, we've definitely I can't without giving away too much. We've got. We've got yeah, we, the rest of the year planned out, and then so I think we've got through next summer planned, but not but not set in stone as far as like you know what what are what we'd like to see happen. Yeah. Um, definitely keep it a secret. We don't want to be spoiled. And spoiled. <laughs> we just we just want to feed the listeners some hope. <laughs> oh yeah, we uh, we we are not like a one and done scenario. We are uh, we all talk about this. In, um, it kind of like snowballed, honestly. We like with New Bones, we were like, "Yeah, we'll do it, and we'll just see what happens," you know, kind of thing. And then, but by the time it came out, we were just like, "Man, we we can't not do this," you know, like we have to always do it, you know. Um, and so, uh, fortunately, all the dudes in the band are in positions in their lives where it was realistic to do that. So, yeah, we're just out there um, going hard, you know, doing it as much as we possibly can. So there will absolutely be another tour for sure. Oh yeah, sweetness. Definitely looking forward to that. Uh, oh, how about yeah, you, Brian? Nice. You got any questions? Oh yeah. Uh, uh, I was gonna ask about beer, but that's quite all right because I well, I do. Uh, uh, you can beer. ask about beer. I I do drink beer every now and then. So we can oh, have yeah. uh, Do you have any? <laughs> uh, do you have any favorite like uh, local beers either in in Louisiana where you're at or uh, North Carolina? North Carolina, from? right? You're from North Carolina. I'm, I'm from North Carolina, but I live in Louisiana now. Oh, okay. okay. Either, either, or any uh, good uh, local breweries out there that you uh, that you. So, I will give you some some shout outs because so the dude Derek Tinbush used to be. I want to say he was the head of marketing for Tooth and Nail during the Sullivan years. He mm-hmm. lives in Raleigh or the Raleigh area, of North Carolina, which is where I was living until recently, and he. He helped out with this place called Lone Rider, uh, Lone Rider Brewery. They they're in North oh, Carolina. Oh, my long time ago. Sorry to interrupt. My uh, place I work at, we sell their beer. Uh, we sold a few of their beers. They're really good. Yeah, and they have really awesome artwork on them. Like like it's like Shotgun Betty. I think is their is their probably most popular one. It's this really cool, like almost like a comic book looking. You know, character of this girl with a you know the shotgun and a cowboy yeah. hat on. It just looks really it's, uh, cool. Like a tall yellow can, right? With a yeah, yeah, on it. Yeah, I've, ha- I've had that. That's really good. Yeah, Crazy. that's the North Carolina one. Um, I uh, 
full disclosure, when I drink beer, I usually drink Miller High Life. <laughs> I just like, I like, I like cheap, just cheap American beer. That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, down here in Louisiana, um, this is where Abita is from. Like, like oh, you're okay. familiar with like Purple Haze and all that stuff. Um, Purple Haze. Oh, yeah. so good. Yeah. Yeah, so that's down here. There's a little brewery down here called Tin Roof, I think, that I went to the other day. That they had like a mm-hmm. it, was, it was cool. I'm not a like I'm not a huge beer guy, but um, I will try just about anything. So yeah. Uh, where's uh where's uh, Tin Roof at? That's in Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge. Yeah. Oh, Baton Rouge. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yes, yeah, you're giving us good pointers out there because uh, yeah. like, like uh, Brian said earlier on our, in every episode that we do of our podcast we do a thing called Beers with Brian and we trial beers that he gets from his work or his job. Or that I just or that I just like, hey, you guys are going to like this beer. Yeah. And uh, yeah. trial it, we taste it, we review it. These are next. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. They're on our radar. They're on our radar. Awesome. Rider and Henry uh, and more beat I've uh I really like the beat. I like Purple Haze. Have you had Purple Haze? I think I've had it once. Really good. I actually have it on tap here in a few places. Uh, That's probably where I had it. World, World Market has it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, shit. Um, yeah, definitely. Yes. I had another question. Uh, back to band. Um, oh, crap. I just, I'm sorry. Oh, do you have any, <laughs> any recent band discoveries that, that you checked out that other people should check out? Yeah, that you would suggest or anything? or Yeah, so I love, um, I mean, I don't know, I'm sure you guys have heard of them, but um, I love Royal Blood. I love their new album that just came yeah. out. Love, I um, love that. Yeah, we, we actually talked about them on our last episode because we're really stoked for their uh, new their new record. Yeah, yeah, I've been wearing it out. And um, I, I really recently got into this band called Holly Suspect, if you remember them. Um they're kind of like a they're like a rock and roll band. Um, way into them right now too. Uh, they, I kept seeing things about them on Instagram. Like one of my friends was a sound guy for a little while, and I'd never heard of him. And, and he kept posting all these all these pictures of every night on their headliner being sold out. I was like, man, who is the band? I gotta <laughs> check this out. And then my brother tweeted about it, like, way into this highly suspect. And he was actually just, he left, like, two or three days ago. But he was just at my house for the last couple of weeks. Nice. And, um, yeah, we were listening to that record every day. Well, they have two records. So they're both really, really good. Um, but uh, those are my two my two new bands, for sure. Neither of them are, are quote-unquote heavy bands. But they're, like, you know, they're, they're great rock and roll bands, which is what I, what I love. That's dope. Cool. Yeah. yeah. We'll really, really check those guys. We definitely appreciate all these uh, like new band discoveries. Mm-hmm. Like uh, <laughs> that's what we're all about. All these awesome discoveries. Oh yeah, man. Uh, definitely. So uh, I think that pretty much wraps up our oh, no. music and band questions. No, well, you've given us a lot of stories, and this is kind of a this over... is where we're gonna get into the fun stuff. Some fun questions. <laughs> right. kind, of a, kind of an over. Uh, I have to say this, uh, questions you asked before weren't fun, but this is where we become silly. <laughs> Wide array of a question. Um, let me find. Out. I'm sorry, I have my notes somewhere real quick. <laughs> right here. So categorized weird. Do you have any funny, crazy, or death-defying stories? Like while you were touring, recording records, or or it could be during your years in Sullivan, or just speak of wolves, or, or anything in between. I do have some crazy. I have one death-defying story, but I don't know that I want to. I don't know that I want to tell it. <laughs> I don't know that I want my parents to ever hear it. Um, but uh, the uh, let's see, crazy. We were we actually told this. We were on t- on uh, TV. You guys familiar with that channel? We were on them that channel one time, like being like the host of the video music video show or something. I can't remember what it was. We, we told the story on there. We were. Um, we were in Las Vegas, and um, we usually, like, if we can help it, we like to have a day off in Vegas. Um, oh, absolutely. Know, there's so, so much to do. It's my favorite. One of my favorite cities. It's not my favorite city to go to. And um, I just love walking around and looking at everything, you know. And um, so we were at a diner with one of the other bands on the tour. It was really late at night, probably like 3 or 4 in the morning. And... Um, and our guitar player went to the bathroom 
and uh, I, I'm trying to tell the story. I'm trying to remember to tell it the right way, but basically, there there was a guy in the bathroom with just a shirt, socks, and shoes on, like no pants, no underwear, like oh, like clean, like scrubbing his pants in the sink. And um, just kind of like look over at our car. So like, hey man, how's it going? You know, just like totally nonchalant. Like this is just a normal thing. Um, <laughs> normal. Day. And and the the waiter told us that what what happened was right before we got there, a uh, <laughs> a cab like went screeching up right in front of the of the diner, and the door just you know the door opened and and like a little bit of money like exploded into the cab and. Dude just like took off and bolted into the bathroom and obviously had grabbed his pants or something and and was cleaning them in the bathroom. But um, oh, yeah, man. that's that's probably that's one of the sillier things I think that has happened on the road. Um, I got I got I got I got stopped at the border trying to come back in the United States one time when we were in Canada. Really? We, uh, so we we were all in a row. All the bands on the tour were in a row and. Um, waiting to get back to border check with you know into the united states we're dealing with u.s border agents and yeah they're pretty hard there yeah and and it's usually easier to get back in i think but anyways we were we, i think we were second or third in line um and you know coming back in and it was, it was again you know late at night obviously you know when you're traveling on tour you, you know if you drive after the show it's gonna be three or three four in the morning and um so we, we pull up and, and one of the guys, the guy who I'm driving around the window and I were talking to him, said, which one of you guys is, uh, is Spencer from Underhead's Brothers? And I was like, that's me. And he was like, oh man, I love that band. They're one of my favorite bands. And I was like, okay, this is going to be easy. You know, like this guy's a fan <laughs> of, of my brother's band. He's not going to give us a hard time, you know. And, uh, <laughs> and we pull up to the window and it's a different lady. And she gets all our passports and looks at everybody and kind of, you know, searches the van and trailer and stuff a little bit and, and then goes inside to, to check on everything and then comes back out. And she's like, which one of you guys is Philip Chamberlain? And I'm like, that's me. And she's like, why do you, why do I have your, your fingerprints on file? And I was like, I have no idea. I, you know, I, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm not, I've never been arrested or anything. I don't know, you know. And uh, and she was like, "Well, whenever you're ready to stop lying to me, I'll give your passport back and slam it." Oh no! And I was like, "What?" And she came back a few minutes later, and you know, you ready to stop lying to me? And I was like, "I, I don't, ma'am. I do not know what you're talking about." And it took a good twenty or thirty minutes. She finally was cool and, and let us go, but it was uh, that was a little that was, that'll get your heart racing a little bit when you're oh, sitting really? there trying to get back in the country and they won't let you. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I have no idea why they have my fingerprints on file. I, you know, I don't know. But yeah, I, I should have come more prepared because crazy things happen all the time. And I, yeah, of course, when you put on the spot, I'm, I'm unable to think of better ones. You didn't put me on the spot either. Yeah, exactly. No, you're good, man. Uh, we're kind of shooting from the hip. Half the time, <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, all right. Um, uh, we got. Here's another load of our uh, fun questions. Uh, well, do you have a favorite movie? I have a favorite movie. Yes, I do. I don't know if I, it's hard for me to pinpoint one, but I mean, if I had to, I would. I would. I'd have to say, you know, original Star Wars, oh, Empire Strikes yeah. Back. Oh, you know, yeah. I had to pick. Right. Had to pick one. And that's me and Lance's like, mm. favorite franchise. Oh yeah. Yeah, love Star Wars. Uh, I love National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That's probably my favorite comedy. Yep. But uh, definitely one of those two, for sure. (laughs) They're good joints. Definitely. So, that's that's a good answer. What about favorite TV shows? Yeah, could be recent, could be all all the way in the past, or, I don't know, could be a recent discovery. I think, well, I mean, Game of Thrones was fantastic. Um, Yeah. So I love Game of Thrones. Yeah. What, next month already? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, man, um, Arrested Development is probably my, some of my favorite Seinfeld. Um, I, I loved, I loved yeah. Lost when, when Lost. it was happening. Like, yeah, it was, it was a great show when it was happening. It was like the first kind of show that I ever watched like that that was like, you know, a huge story arc and really crazy and, 
interesting. Yeah. And mm-hmm. true, to, true Detective season one, probably my favorite actual mm-hmm. like season of all time is probably that. But yeah, it's so it's it's so easy to just get lost in TV now with with Netflix and Hulu and oh yeah, HBO and all that stuff. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, that, yeah. Was, that was actually pretty mad when they got rid of uh, House on Netflix, and now I own every single season. <laughs> because <laughs> well, it works. Because of you, Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they probably got a cut back out of that or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I agree. So, All right, uh, here's a... This is kind of like a two-parter question. Um, do you prefer Nintendo, PlayStation, or Xbox, and what's your favorite video game or PC? Okay. I promise you that I'm not showing off here, okay. but I but I do have an Xbox One, a PlayStation Four, and oh. a Wii U. I used to have them all too. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, man, I uh, my favorite video game series is Final Fantasy. Um, I, I love those those games. You know, like growing up and stuff. The, some of the newer ones are kind of harder to get into, but. Oh, yeah. But um, but you know, back in the day, like Final Fantasy VII, I think on PlayStation One was probably my yeah. favorite game ever. Oh yeah, that was a game changer. That and Final Fantasy VI for the Super Nintendo. Yeah, I had that too. I had that when it was called Final Fantasy III oh. on my Super. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was. So, um, but yeah, do you like Kingdom Hearts though? If you're a Final Fantasy fan, I actually never played King- Kingdom Hearts. Oh, um, man. Well, it looks cool. Like, uh, if you like uh, Final Fantasy, you'd like Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, and, and yeah. Just in Disney characters and stuff like that. But it's, it's told in a fun way. It's just really cool. I've always heard really good things. I, uh, my brother and I just beat Uncharted 4 a couple of days ago. I love the Uncharted games on PlayStation. Oh, me too. I'm in the middle of 4 right now. Oh, it's great. It's a really good one. It's absolutely great. Oh, my God. Um and then uh, I have my brother included, uh, me and my brother and, and a bunch of our friends, uh, my fiance, a few other people. We all play, um, we all play Destiny on Xbox together. Um, okay. You know, uh, you guys familiar my children, my bride? You know that band? Yeah, of course. Um, oh, yeah. Of course we look yeah. <laughs> Matt, the singer from that band, Matt, plays with us quite a bit. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, we do that. I mean, I know Destiny's kind of, been out for a while, so not even to play it anymore. But it's it's yeah, kind of fun. comes down next month. That's right. That's right. So we're all excited about that. That's kind of just something. You know, we all grew up playing Halo or whatever, so it's very uh, very similar to that. It wasn't until Halo Three that my like family hopped on the Xbox bandwagon. Yeah, I was all over Halo Two yeah. and up. Get those but we played all those like leading up to three though the land parties that was the greatest thing land party <laughs> crappy pizza and drink Mountain Dew and do land parties for two days straight or if you want to go real old school here's my favorite first person shooter was when you play GoldenEye 64 oh, I love it I love GoldenEye 64 I like the original Doom on the PC you know? oh my god Doom is great even the new Doom I love it yeah alright so um yeah. Uh, I guess uh, we're getting down to the end of the wire on the on the questions. Uh, I guess just to pick your brain a little more on your projects and all. What uh, what are your favorite to speak of wolves songs like from each album? If you could choose one out of each album, man, that's I've never asked that before. Um, we asked the tough question. <laughs> <laughs> Asking about video games. Um, on I the new record. On the new record, it's going to be track two. It's called, I think it's called I Had to Let Go. Um, I, I just remember the working title of the band, but it's going to be track two on, on the new record. That's my favorite one there. Um, man, on Find Your Worth, my favorite song, probably Standalone Complex because it's so much fun to play live. Um, that's, that's my favorite song to play live off that record. Um, off New Bones, New Bones, it would probably it would probably be okay. I'll be part of this world. Um, the lead off track. So that was the first one that we wrote for that record, and that is a dope song. Yeah, just, we recorded it. We were super pumped on it. Um, and uh, man, I got to be honest with you, the two records from before Gage, I don't know. I, I really don't because I don't really. 
I haven't listened to those records in so long. We don't play any of those songs. I couldn't tell you any. I couldn't tell you any of the songs off the first EP. <laughs> That's terrible. But uh, I couldn't tell you. That's okay. Yeah. That's I think okay. Vultures. I think Vultures was on, was the name of that one song. That's the first song we ever wrote. So we'll pick that one from the first EP and and uh, I guess we'll go with Quirkus Alba on the new on I mean, on myself letting go because Spencer's on that song and that was fun. So the video for that was. Yeah, and I'm not just gushing about that because, like, your brother's in that song, too. I, I really am not, but that is a really good song. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, it was super fun. I mean, we played it a few times, you know, when that video came out or whatever. It was, it was a really fun song. Like, the video was what was so much fun about that. Like, we got to kind of, like, create, like, a little, you know, we were in this warehouse, like, wearing gas masks and stuff. And that yeah, song. Man. It was super it's, fun. Yeah, we, I couldn't agree more. Um, I guess this question I'm about to ask is mainly for Lance because I do like Sullivan. I do Sullivan. Man. Yeah. So what uh, are your favorite? What are your favorite Sullivan songs from like your from any of your, any of your albums? Like if you could choose one out of each of them. Um. Off of uh, off of Hey I'm a Ghost, I think Hey I'm a Ghost is the best song. It's my favorite off that one. Um, yeah. That was the first. That was the first or second song we wrote for that record. Um, that was the first time that, like, because I, I wasn't the first drummer when they had done, had done some stuff before me, and, and um, that was the first time that me and Brooks really, like, clicked on and kind of changed the sound of what they were before I joined the band. Um, okay. And that, and kind of, and that's what, you know, sparked, like, some interest in, from Tooth and Nail. We had a, a few other labels we were talking to at the time, um, and that kind of, like, was the springboard for all that. Um, right. So that's, that's my favorite song off that record, and then off of Cover Your Eyes, either F-Stop or The Process. Uh, the Process was super fun to write and play live, but F-Stop was the first song I wrote that record. I guess there's always something about the first song that you write on each record that, that is kind of special. Right. Yeah. Um, and man, on the newest one, I should know the song names on the newest Sullivan record that I've done. <laughs> <laughs> we only played one show. <laughs> what was that after that? We did a CD release show for that record, and that's it. Um, man, I don't know. I guess. Uh, God, what is the name of that song? I'm, I'm going to cheat real quick and look at the track listing because no, no, I, you're the <laughs> I will know which one it is. Um, that was when they signed the Spartan Records. Okay. Right. Yeah, which was some of the things uh, from from Tooth and Nail. Yeah, that's what I looked up too. I was trying to get uh, I was trying to get an internship there at the time, and I never got a response. So. <laughs> oh, at um, at Spartan. Spartan. Yeah. I mean, I countlessly contacted Tooth and Nail, but yeah, didn't really get any results. <laughs> they're from Seattle, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're both from Seattle. Yeah. Nice. Pieces is the song I was thinking of. Ah, Pieces, nice. That's my favorite song on that record. That's so yeah. Man. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Man. Well, I guess I guess I could sort of segue into the Sullivan topic a bit because I, I wanted to stay more focused on Sega Wolves than Sullivan, but I don't know. Probably getting Lance and I's hopes up or anything. Uh, will there ever Will there ever be like a, a little uh, Sullivan get together for a, like a mini tour or something? I, I would personally love to. I mean, we you know we did that one show. Man, it's probably been about two years or however long since Heavy the Head came out, but it was awesome. You know, it was it was, it was great, um, really fun. Um, uh, Brooks is um, he's a producer now in Texas, so uh, yeah. The other the other two guys, Zach and Sullivan, or the other three guys, Zach, so, uh, Zach Tyson and um, Jeremy. I should know their names better, but. Uh, they, I don't know, you know, I don't know how everybody's work schedule is, but if that would ever happen, I would, I would love to do it. Pending, you know, my schedule would work out for it. I, I still, you know, love those songs and love those dudes. And whenever we do get a chance to do something, it's always fun. You know, yeah, that would be dope. I mean, because uh, I mean, I've been an old school Sullivan fan too. But I, what really sold me was was uh, when you when you guys started to speak of Wolves because it was just so authentic. It was just crazy. Well, Sullivan probably, like, figured out who you were. Yeah, I mean, exactly. same here. Same here. Was, one of my first heavy albums I ever bought was They're Only Chasing Safety, and then I saw you in the 
that first video for Sullivan, and I was like, holy shit, he looks exactly like Spencer. And then I realized <laughs> it was you. I was like, oh, yep, well, I'm a huge fan. For sure. <laughs> and then I got out those first two albums, and I was hooked. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, we we were so honored that we got to interview you, man. We've been huge fans for years. Yeah. And man, thank you guys so much. I, I, this has been awesome. This is my first, uh, I think this is my first podcast. Really? Cool. Yeah. Man. Welcome. I do <laughs> love podcasts. Yeah, thank you. I, I love listening so, to them. So. Definitely. So, to close it all out, because we're all out of questions, do you have any closing words? Um, man, just thank you guys so much for for uh, having me, um, and look forward to hanging out in Seattle if you guys get the chance to come. Just uh, you know, shoot me a message or whatever. I'd love to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, to hang. We're, yeah, we're all three gonna go. Oh, sure. we're definitely. Um, it's, it's on our to do list. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. And anybody listening, if you guys go to Facebook dot com slash Wolves um, or Instagram or Twitter, any other slash Wolves or Wolves dot com. Um, Check it out and and hopefully you like it and and you know, listen to the, listen to the record and um yeah I mean oh, yeah, guys like you that we still do it so I, I appreciate it thank you guys speaking of Twitter real quick do you like how I uh, totally tagged the wrong Phil Chamberlain this morning <laughs> oh is that is that what that was that yeah, that happens from time to time yeah because <laughs> I I tagged the first at Phil Chamberlain I saw. And it was not you, but he was nice enough to tag the correct one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that does happen sometimes. That, so, yeah. It happened a couple months ago where we did the same thing. But uh, I think that guy's like an author or something. I can't remember. I talked to him one time. But uh, good, nice. to, good to know that good to know that the name is also uh, given to another nice guy over there. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Thanks, man. Oh man, that was awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much. No problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we would love to. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And maybe we'll do it like after the record's release or something. Like a little after. Sure, totally. We can talk about about my favorite podcasts, which are uh, like Serial and and, and Banished and stuff like that. I don't know if you guys ever get a chance to listen to those. They're really good, like True Crime stuff. That's like my, that's my, that's my jam right now. You know, listen to Bad Christian, Emery's podcast. I've listened to it a little bit. Um, I listened to Matt's Break Down's podcast a little bit here. Yeah. And I, I love the Serious Universe, too, if you guys ever listen to that one. Um, that was really good. Oh, yeah, man. Well, then we check those guys out. Yeah, absolutely. We're still kind of fresh with the podcasting world, but... <laughs> yeah, me too. It's a recent discovery for me. Oh, yeah. We, we appreciate it. Man. Yeah, thank you again. Thanks for taking being nice to take the opportunity. It was so awesome. Tell, tell the members that the dudes from PNW's The Search say hi. If you ever talk to your brothers, tell them that we say hi, and thanks again for the soundbite. Yeah, that's an incredible experience. We thank you so, so much. Yeah, Absolutely, guys. No worries. Yeah. We're going to race yeah. hard. <laughs> right, well, we'll speak, man. We, we, won't keep you, we won't keep you any longer. <laughs> All good. You guys have a good night, and I'll see you in a few right. weeks. Yeah, you, you do. Thanks, man. Definitely. Take Stay care.